At the start of season two, I promised you that I would be inviting people to the show. And this week is the second interview that I have done. So today I'm uploading my conversation with Hannah from The Multipassionate. Hannah used to be my coach. She helped me discover my niche to start my business. And I think we can agree on the fact that it was successful. <laughs> so it was really nice for me to have her on the show uh, we had a really cool conversation about money mindset, personal growth, and starting to invest as a beginner, which is really interesting. So without further ado, I'm just going to uh, finish up here and just let you hear the conversation that we had. Enjoy my talk with Hannah. All right, today I have Hannah with me and uh, well, she is new on the podcast. Uh, she's the second person I interview, which I'm very excited about. Um, I used to be her coachee. We have known each other for about two years, I think now. Um, but I'm gonna let her do the talking today. So Hannah, can you please introduce yourself and tell us what we really should know about you? Hey everyone. <laughs> Um, so I'm Hannah, I am uh, 30 years old and I um, work as a productivity and mindset coach. Um, I used to coach Valerie to help her start her business, um, I think it was two years ago. Um, and Thank you for uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> it worked quite well, so <laughs> <It did. laughs> that's good. Um, and I also work as a, a technical virtual assistant uh, slash operational business manager. There's a lot, lot of terms for the things I do, but basically I help the other coaches or uh, businesses, uh, online businesses to set up uh, the back end of their business, um, make sure that all the tech works, uh, etc. Um, and um, I'm also a full-time digital nomad. Um, I am uh, almost leaving uh, for another big trip to Central America this time. So um, yeah, all over the place. <laughs> and I'm totally not jealous about that. <laughs> so good on you escaping the, the winter in Belgium and in Europe in general. Um, yeah, I wish I could do the same at this point. I have done that in the past, but uh, I have other priorities now. But um, please let this be an inspiration and don't let real life, as they call it, stop you. <laughs> so uh, we are going to talk a bit about money today, so what, what I try to do with everyone who comes on the podcast, um, I try to make certain topics uh, debatable and uh, I want to drop the taboo around money and just let people know how you um, handle your money affairs, whether you are investing or not, and those are the things that I'm really interested in. So first of all, I would like to know how is your experience with money how was your education did your parents talk to you about money how was that um i think my so i worked a lot on my money mindset because i realized at some point when i was looking into my money beliefs and when i started like listening to people like you before i knew you um that i had quite some beliefs about money and some some things that I heard about money and beliefs about that, like um, my parents, for example, that there was not a money struggle. They had enough money, but it was not something that they would show or want to show. And they were always like, mm, there was kind of this taboo of having a lot of money and spending a lot of money. And um, when 
they saw other people spending a lot of money. They kind of had an opinion about that. Mm -hmm. And they kind of, they were people that saved a lot of money. And um, as a result, I was someone who saved all of my, all my life. I didn't spend my money. I saved it. And I was always afraid that I had too little money. And I think I got that a little bit from my parents. Um, because there was not really worry about money in the real sense, but they were always like, Things were always too expensive or, or um, yeah, they would not really splurge a lot. Uh, and it was like, better spend, you better have like more in the bank and spend less mm -hmm. than the other way around. Like so it was you, like their way of thinking. You probably heard the sentence, money doesn't grow on trees a lot. Um, yeah, I think so. Um, it was always something also that, that was related to to working hard and like mm -hmm. uh, you, you can have a lot of money but it's not something that comes easy and also it's not really important like my parents really yeah. wanted to to teach us like money's not the most important thing and it doesn't make you happy I think that's that's the thing I heard the most like yeah, so money doesn't make you make you happy remember yeah. that you're not supposed to chase money you're supposed to chase something else that makes you happy but money it's it's kind of tacky to talk about wanting money yes exactly yeah. okay yeah I think a lot of people will recognize that. I recognize that. <laughs> I too come from a family where saving was really important and where we didn't have, um, sh we, we weren't short of money, uh, absolutely not, but we weren't rich either. So yeah, every big purchase was to be considered uh, very carefully. And uh, yeah, and as a kid, I knew that every time I received some money from my grandparents, for example, I had to save it immediately. <laughs> so yeah, it was a bit of a mindset that I recognized with a lot of people um, in, in Belgium and the Netherlands and well, all around the world practically. Yeah, and I think especially like spending money on yourself. Oh yes. That's, I think that's a big one. And then I realized like lately, like I didn't see my parents like later it became a bit different I think when we were a little bit older but like spending like it, we'd also never got really expensive uh presents like and which is not a problem like don't get me wrong like I I think it's good that we weren't like too spoiled but um I also didn't see them easily spending like a lot of money on like self-care or like getting a massage or you know mm -hmm. spending thousands of money on a, on a coach which I'm sometimes doing now which <laughs> like the first time I had to do that it was like insane and I had to push through so much resistance to do something like that and now I feel a lot more comfortable like spending a lot of money on myself and on things I want it's definitely something that I uh, something that I didn't learn from mm, yeah um, I get that it can be hard to uh, to spend money on yourself even if you need it um, just to overcome that belief that you well that you need to deserve it first that you need to work for it and so I can hear that you worked on your money mindset a lot already and how did you do that did you read books did you get coached um yeah all of those things actually like every well actually from the moment you want to start your own business um especially like the the way i kind of started i i wanted to find a way to make money to travel the world and and be free actually like that's that's how i started and um so i kind of like when i uh, hired my first coach that was kind of the first topic we talked about and like you know figuring out like what are your money beliefs and like okay you say you want a lot of money to, to have freedom what does it actually mean to you and um so with coaches and then i read books um i think um 
there's two books I really really like. Uh, what they're called again? The the two very famous easy reads. The rich, rich dad poor dad? No, no, that's not an easy read. Um, <laughs> that was that one that, from the woman. You're a badass at making yes. money. Yes, by Jen Sincero. Yes. I love that book. Yeah, <laughs> um, actually, that one I read like quite recently, but I, I it was a good summary of everything that I learned uh, in the the time. Um, and I did like this this kind of thirty day course where every day I had to do some journaling about about money. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really good that you did that. And, and uh, even for me, because I am uh, occupied with money as, well, my job uh, every day, I think about money. Um, but still, it remains important to keep on working on your mindset because society will, well, lead you down a different path often. And um, especially the book uh, by Jen Sincero, I really liked it because it was, it was so breezy to read. It was so light, not heavy at all very good tips so yeah that's definitely a recommend i will put it in the show notes uh, if you want to look that up um so have you saved throughout the years so since you now let me reformulate that question since you worked on your mindset did your approach towards money change as well yes 100 percent um I do have to say that I needed to go all the way to the bottom for me to actually change, like flip a switch. Because I, I've been afraid to not have money all my life, even though I had like savings. So it didn't like really matter how many much savings I had, even as a student. Like I was always the one that always had like enough savings and everyone's always saying like, oh yeah, I don't have any money anymore this month. Um, and I was like always saying, how is that possible? Like, how can people like not have money? I always had like jobs and, and I always saved most of it. And I've, like sometimes I spend it, but most of the time I just, I just saved everything. So I always had like a pretty big savings account. And, and then when I started traveling, started to try to start my business, I was living off my savings for the first time, but it scared me a lot. And I tried to build my business in the same time, but because I was so afraid to lose money and so afraid that I was actually living on my savings. I was kind of stuck in a loop where I had this really not good energy building my business and like trying to get clients and trying to earn money while I was like afraid of having too little money. And I, I struggled until I actually didn't have any savings anymore. And I didn't get to that point that I, literally had my parents pay for my flight home and that was actually the moment that I realized like hey I can have 30 euros in my bank account and not one single dollar anymore and still be okay like and I'm still, still alive. alive I'm still yeah. alive and it was amazing also what happened and the way that people helped me like I got a free apartment for a while um and you know obviously I'm, I'm really lucky to have like parents that, that wanted to help me but um, I'm also like a bit too proud to really ask them like apart from that flight ticket I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to ask them for any I money um, so I had I like borrowed some, some money from friends as well in that time and um, it was it, I hated that feeling of having to ask people for money or, or ask people for things or, or but it, it did teach me that even when you don't have any money it's gonna be fine like and then from that moment I just I just could like start building up and I think from that moment on like 
I'm in such a different place now, like two years later, it's insane. Um, actually, what am I saying? It's one and a half years, I think. Only. <laughs> um, yeah, so much can change in such little time. And I think uh, what you say is really true. Sometimes you need to hit rock bottom to change the way you're doing things. Um, exactly. Yeah, I, I think what I've learned, I think that's with the whole mindset, personal development world is that you can read as many books as you want. Like you will learn a lot and it helps. It helps to be become conscious about things that you do and about your mindset and about patterns and whatever, like your psychology. But actual like change, it happens more through experience. And then at that moment, like when I had hit rock bottom, I could actually more easily like uh, put those things that I learned about into practice and I kind of it kind of all clicked at the same time mm. um, and I've experienced that with, with more things um, that just reading about it doesn't work like same with money I'm also at the same time I'm, I'm, I'm not only like learning about mindset and also teaching myself about uh, how money works I'm taking investment courses I, uh, I actually like work on on looking at my money and and um every month i write down every single expense i do into in a notion sheet and the notion uh, what is that called template like a tracker yeah, yeah. a tracker yeah. something like you have a google sheet i think but yeah. I, I do it in notion um and uh i you know i i educate myself it's like an important you know it's like a relationship when you it's true wanna make a relationship work you need to put effort in and love and also like the the, the gratefulness comes in and like being thankful for the money that comes in and, and also yeah. being thankful for the money that you spend and it's all those habits combination of habits uh, educating yourself um yeah you need mindset to and experiences that. as well yeah, yeah that's true no i remember when i was uh, just living by myself it, it's a while ago now um but I hit rock bottom myself and I had zero or even even less than zero euros in my bank account because my paycheck would come in and I had a decent paycheck at the time, uh, but it would disappear altogether just to pay the bills. And then I was in the red numbers again. And it was like that every single month. And I was like, how is this possible? I'm doing three jobs at the same time and still I don't have any money. How does that work? Because everyone told me, as long as you work hard, you'll have money. And turns out it didn't work that way. <laughs> yeah, and that's actually also one of the experiences that um, that I had, because that was one of the beliefs I had to like, um, one was I never have enough money or it's I need to save it. Um, but the other one was you need to work very hard for money. And in the past, like from the moment I, well, I've, I've worked hard for, for things that I wanted for a long time, like also in school, like for getting good grades. And so um, it was a whole part of my identity to like being a pusher and working hard. And then I started my business and then you have all of those mindset coaches that say like, oh, you need to, to work hard and not sleep and, and hustle, hustle <laughs> and you know, like all of those things. So that was, I was really in that energy and um, trying to start my business, business that way. and. For a long time, I just felt like I was pushing all the time. And I felt like, at some point I started to wonder, like, does it really need to be this complicated? Because I had experienced 
things in my life where I felt that if I was on the right track and I wasn't in flow, it didn't feel like working and things would come mm -hmm. easily to me. Um, and then I also started learning about like manifestation more and, and um, more of the other side of the narrative of, of making money and you know like there's people that make money without pushing and working hard yeah doesn't mean that they're not they're like putting effort in it and like working on their mindset but it's not working it's not about working 16 hours a day and i was like oh that's also possible and so then i started thinking like how can i change that narrative and that also came to experience that i just tried it out for a bit i was just like what happens if i stop pushing and only focus on things that are fun to me and that feel in flow and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And that's actually the moment my life changed and I I kind of, in a different way than I expected, but I, I found um, I found a really big clients at that point. Yeah. It was really in my zone of genius and money, they literally asked me like, how much do you want to earn? And I said something that was really high in my, and they were like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so that was like, and I was, after I was like, this shit really works. Like I, I, I can actually make money without pushing and that, you yeah, know, without hurting yourself. The whole yeah. Time. Yeah. Putting, if you'll always need to put effort into getting money, but putting in effort doesn't always equal working yourself to death. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it can be doing something about your mindset. It can be looking for, what you really love doing, uh, that's what I used your coaching for. Um, so it helps if you, yeah, well, if you don't torture yourself <laughs> every day, basically. <laughs> And then it's also important once that money starts coming in, how you use it and how you manage it, because it's not, you can have thousands of euros coming in every month. If you don't know how to use it and manage it, you'll, you will lose it again. That's what I learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people with me, I think. Yeah, exactly. I think also I was on that point, I was ready to start spending my money differently because, you know, I saved always a lot of money, but I also spent it on my travels and then I had to go to find a job again and like save it again and to travel again, like always the same loop. And, and um, this time I felt like, I know what to do with this money now and now like the way I spend that money is so different than I used to do. Yeah, it's a good thing breaking the cycle. Yeah. You really need to do that at, at some point. Um, so what I'm curious about now is once you find that way and you have found that way to finally earn money in a, a way that aligns with who you are, what do you do to grow that money? Because as you mentioned, Money is needed for freedom in a different way than you believed um, when you were younger. But still, you need money to, to create more freedom into your life. How do you do that? How do you grow that money? Um, a, a few ways. One of the things is that I keep educating myself <laughs> about, about money. Um, and, another, and also educating myself Uh, like investing in coaching and self-development um, because I know that that's like an investment in myself so that I know that at every point in my life I can make money because I've learned now that by doing that I've come so far so that's one thing the other thing is I um, invest my money uh, you actually helped me uh, with that um, so I started investing in uh, ETFs and um, 
I also have some money in crypto, but that's, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm really like, um, how do you say that, knowledgeable about that field. I just... You're experimenting. I'm experimenting yeah. with that. I just put some money in it and I'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the, the best strategy, but I like, I have that money now. I think I should, you should take some risks in these things. And I, I mean, I did read about the, the cryptos I invested in, but um, it's more of a long, long-term thing to see like, okay, I think this thing is gonna, gonna be worth a lot in the future. So I'm just gonna leave the money that I don't need now anyway. I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah. Um, um, and then is there another thing that I'm doing? Um, no, I think that's it at the moment. <laughs> I think that's already really good. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, uh, you started investing in ETFs and I have the course on that. Um, I think it's lovely that you do that because ETFs are an awesome way to, well, to grow your wealth without putting in tons of effort, uh, without having to worry about that the whole time. Uh, and I think it's awesome to hear that you eventually started because I know you were on the fence about it and it was a bit hard to actually take that first step. So very cool to hear that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. It took me some time to to actually dive into it and like because it, it does feel a bit overwhelming at the start. You're like, oh, how does it work? And but then it's really good um, once you have. So I edit your your course and to have just some basic knowledge. Like, okay, this is how you do it. This is where you can find the information. And now it feels a lot more. Appro like uh, not approachable what's the word for that <laughs> accessible that's accessible yeah um so yeah i'm really really happy that i uh started doing that and and I, yeah i i was a bit impatient as well with myself because i was like okay i need to start doing it because you're always <laughs> saying like oh you you'd rather do it like earlier than than start it later and uh, but yeah <laughs> yeah you need to start investing as soon as possible but you also need to do it with the right amount of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's better to educate yourself first. And it's it's important that you find that balance. Um, you don't have to be a full expert. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm going to have a sip of my tea. <laughs> so you, you don't need to be the expert on investing to start investing. You need a basic knowledge and then you can start. But as you say, experimenting is key. Without experimenting, you get nowhere. Uh, you learn by studying, but also by doing. And um, yeah. I don't know, would you say, now that you are eventually investing on the stock market, would you say that you think maybe you overanalyze it before or maybe it's easier than you would have thought before? Um, overanalyze like the specific thing that I was going to invest in or? In general. Um, is it like what was no? Maybe I'm saying it the wrong way, but did you think before that the stock market was something daunting or complicated and risky? Um, not the last like one and a half year, maybe. Um, like the period that I was like on the fence of doing it, I was like, I know that if I dive into it, I know how to do this. I'm also like a a tech person, so yeah. I'm, I'm not. It's not websites with a lot of numbers or 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 buttons and 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 graphs or it doesn't scare me that much because i know like i can figure that kind of thing out um but more like three years ago yes yeah for sure i didn't even know that was i thought it was for rich people <laughs> yeah <laughs> i really thought it was for rich people and i also thought it was dangerous i think also because my parents 
uh, once lost a lot of money in um, by doing a stupid event. I think actually that that uh, company got um, it was a it was a really famous scam where a lot of people got mm. scammed. I'm not sure what company was named, um, but uh, um, they they kind of that was like the first thing they did, and you know it, it ended up with them losing a lot of money. So that was kind of the only thing that I knew about investment like it's yeah. super risky like it's like 50 50 if you're gonna lose your money um a bit like gambling a bit like gambling yeah yeah um so that was yeah that was my idea about it <laughs> and you were not alone <laughs> no a lot of sure. people have the same beliefs and uh, well now that you are investing what is something that you would share or what is a tip that you would give to someone who wants to start out but still hasn't um gotten to it um Honestly, this is not this is not because I want to because you asked me to promote your stuff, but I I, I, I didn't I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it can be Valerie's stuff or, or or someone else's, but I do think it's really good to to start with like kind of some some course or and I, what I like about your your way of working is it's just really it makes things really simple and and it looks so much more easy and and you know something like oh yeah i can do this you know um you oh, make it like you. human human language and <laughs> and um you're just good at like explaining concepts that could look really complicated to something that like a normal person can understand <laughs> thank you that's um, what i was going for <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you do, you do a really good job in that so um that's just a good way to kind of make it feel like oh actually i can do that it, it gives you it gives you confidence that you can do something like that so um, if you can find a way to educate yourself i also actually read um, a book that also helped me a lot uh, it's actually a dutch book Plontjes beleggen beter oh yes i know the one yeah. yeah i haven't read it but it's on my list yeah it's it's i i think it's a bit similar like your approach of things it's just make it really understandable understandable and she's also focused on like women you know like yeah. because it's always like a little bit of a man's world and um that that just really helped me those two things your course and that book to be like oh god yeah because it's also this really book um good book that i'm reading but it's really big and i have a little bit of trouble like pushing through it it's not only about investment i think it's about money in the whole but it's tony robbins book um mm. money master the game yeah um it's it's just it's good but it's still you you feel sometimes like oh oh god i need to you know squeeze my brain to to understand all of this and you still feel a little bit like it's like a man's world still if you read that book tony robbins has very masculine energy yeah he has very masculine energy so i mean I, he's is he's, he's good like i like him for certain things but um it, it doesn't do it for me for money like i it's better for yeah. me to have your approach or that book that i just uh, said um, yeah, those two things really helped. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. And uh, again, no, I didn't ask you to promote anything. So <laughs> thank you for that. Um, but it is true when you start out, uh, it is important to inform yourself, whether that is through a course, a book, YouTube videos, whatever, podcasts. Um, go and educate yourself, get that basic knowledge done, and then you can start. And you'll see that it's not as hard as you think. And also that you don't need to be rich <laughs> before you start <laughs> investing is what eventually will make you rich if you do it correctly you don't need to be rich to start you can do it with small amounts i think that will take away 
the fear with a lot of people uh, to just know that you can also do that with 20 or 30 euros a month. That's much more approachable than a couple of thousands at once. Yeah, exactly. And especially also in those times, you just can imagine some people thinking like, oh, you know, like I have to keep everything and not invest because one, the stock market is going down and two, um, I, I don't have that money. Like I need to spend it on my <laughs> electric bill or, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and fair enough. And I, I mean, there's people that are really struggling, I think, at the moment. Um, but for a lot of people also, I think one, it's a big thing is fear and also um, that you can always put like for almost everyone could put like 20, 30 euros aside. It's just literally like your, I don't know, if you go get coffee, take away coffee four or five times a month, then you can spend that also to, it's like not necessary. And if you really want it, you can spend that on uh, investing. Yeah, it's all about your knowing your priorities. And yeah. then we're circling back to the money management. Um, fear is never a good indicator for, for decision taking. Um, for nothing in life, but certainly not on the stock market. So if you're fearful, instead of acting first, go and analyze. That's what I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so write down whatever you're doing and see what's working and what isn't, and then you can make a sensible decision. Um, so do you have a system right now? You, you told me you have a Notion track sheet to uh, track your expenses. Do you ha have anything else? Because I know you're a very technical person. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything else set up for managing your money? Um, not really. I'm still a little bit like in the process of, of setting that up. Like, like now at the moment, I just manually uh, transfer money, for example, to my... Uh, how you say investment account your brokerage account yeah, yeah. my brokerage account um or enter my savings account um but i do it at the start of the month so when i mm -hmm. so that it's already like gone yeah. to pay <laughs> yourself first yes uh, yeah, yeah yeah exactly so like those things are my priority and then what's left i need to figure out how i can do the month with that you know and so that i already have saved money have invested money like yeah um but I do it manually at this point. Um, I'm not even sure if it's possible for me to automate that. Um, probably can, but I'll see. But it's just like, yeah, I just opened a new bank account as well for my uh, business. And that one actually is really good because it has multiple, I can open multiple accounts to make like little saving things mm. to get up, like to set apart like my, my VATs, uh, taxes, money, yeah. into savings for investments for my business so but in my business it's really easy to do that but it's quite new so I still have to set it all up um, but I have um, a list also but it's also a notion with like how much I want to spend on which kind of topic yeah um, in my personal life as well you know this is like my budget basically for um, for a certain thing in a month um, I must say this this uh, this summer I haven't really stuck to my budget. <laughs> if you said like that, <laughs> didn't really stick. How didn't come? really stick to my budget. Um, <laughs> I think I mean I have lived with so little money for such a long time. Like I've literally for two years, like I lived in Vietnam also for a long time. So the life is really cheap there, yeah. which was good. But it was also necessary. <laughs> And I could still like, I mean, I was fine, but yeah, I, I, I think for, for one and a half year, I lived about from like 500 euros a month, um, 
for everything. Which yeah, is, you can do that there. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not a lot and I didn't have any extra, you know, not a lot, a lot of extra money. And this time I was like, oh, I finally, you know, have the money I want and uh, can do the things I want. So I kind of like let myself go a little bit of actually spending, spending whatever I wanted, <laughs> wanted to spend on. But it's mostly on experiences, which yeah. I, I think I'm not really a materialistic person. So I mostly spend it on festivals um, and little trips and uh, yeah, that's the kind of things, dinners. Yeah. Which is totally fine. Yeah. I don't feel guilty at all about no. it. And I'm, I'm also, I still track it all. So I know how much I spend and I also know, um, you know, always a little bit about both my budget, but actually still fine. Like it, it, it's doable. Like You're I not just, going bankrupt or something. No, exactly. Exactly. So, um, and now I'm moving to cheaper countries again. So I'm like, okay, from that moment, yeah, this winter it will be, uh, I'll be probably saving more, which is good. Yeah, I know for myself, I'm not like a big spender person. So I, if I have a face like that, it's going to be always balanced out later. <laughs> yeah, but it's again, it's again your priorities. If, if yeah. that's what you like to do and if that's what makes you happy. It was a very conscious choice. And I think that's yeah. the most important thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to spend a lot of money on this because I think it's important. Mm. And it's not like at the end of the month, you're like, oh shit, how did I spend so much money on these things? Like, and, and it's, you know, it feels like you're wasting money on things that are not, not important to you. And I... That's not a feeling I have. Yeah. So I think that's the important difference. It's not like you're throwing money at the first thing that comes <clears throat> in your path. I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. It's it's different. Like now, for example, the economy is getting hard. Everything is getting really expensive, and even me, uh, I'm really good with money now. <laughs> Hope so. <laughs> uh, but even me, I have to worry from time to time. Like, is this enough? And uh, do I have to save on anything? But there are still things I don't save on, like for example, my gym membership. Um, it's not the cheapest gym I go to. It's about 60 euros a month. And, and that is, I think that's quite expensive. But I still do that because I think my health is really important. And if I don't do that, I'll end up getting uh, or going to physio a couple of times a month and that costs money as well. So yeah, I'm not going to stop going to the gym exactly yeah. your priorities are so important to yeah. know that and like where do i want to spend spend a lot of money on um and where do you not want to spend a lot of money on and like keep yourself um in line with that um also yeah for me health is also a big thing because i know if i'm not healthy i literally don't make money at this point like i'm yeah something i'm working towards speaking about money like gaining pa more passive income at this moment, like if I'm sick, I'm not earning money. Yeah. So, you know, I need not only because of that, but that's one of the reasons I yeah. should stay healthy. And so I do spend a lot of money on like vitamins and like uh, natural supplements, these kind of things. Um, and sometimes I'm like, oh God, <laughs> it's actually big. You know, why don't I just you know do the cheap, uh, buy the cheap things, but... Um, I'm just going to close my window here because there's people making noise outside. <laughs> I was just, I was thinking like, I have some music, I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I don't know, some people are having a party, maybe uh, we should see if we're invited later. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, anyways, yeah, priorities, so... Yeah, priorities are really important. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I wanted to know, I guess, uh, I think... This was really interesting. I think it's always really interesting for me to see how people handle their money because uh, there are a lot of differences, but also a lot of 
things that I recognize with every single person I interview. Um, so I, I want to end this conversation with one question that I ask everyone. And I want to ask you to answer it. Just say whatever comes up first in your head. So imagine that you win the lottery, but like a lot, a lot. Money to, well, do whatever you want the rest of your life. What is the first thing you do? Well, the first thing that came to mind, but this, and that is actually, I have a second thing that I'm also going to say, because the first thing that comes to mind come, come from a place that it's like a, a dream from when I was a little kid. Um, I always had this like glass um, bowl where I saved little coins for uh, animal welfare. So I, for the, what is it? W, WWF. W, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The worldwide. Yeah, yeah I think. Um, because I really love animals, I love nature and I was always so worried about the environment and the climate and um, and animals threatened to be extinct. Um, so I was also like, oh, such idealistic person, like, oh, when I'm, you know, older and I have a lot of money, I'm going to give half of my, half of my income to not only to animals, but like later that became like oh, everything that has to do with the climate or like good funds and charity and like these kind of things. Um, so that was the first thing that came to mind. I, was, I would just give half of it away. And I was like, well, I'll probably give maybe 25 of it away straight. But then the other 25 I would invest also to or, or I would still use half of it to give to charity or sustainable projects or things like that but I would be smarter than just giving it away and I would like yeah. invest it so I could actually in long term future like keep giving away and maybe with the profit I make from that money that's working for itself I would keep Very donating good. to things <laughs> so that was like my second thing that I learned in this <laughs> in the last years um yeah uh so that's Which it and then, and then the other because I I don't really need like if I would say earn um, or win 10 million dollars like I didn't realize like I don't need a lot in life like I I'm happy with like where I am now actually with the amount of money like I can make a little more but I would know what to do with a little more and like travel but not that much more so I'm like I don't want to keep that all for myself but I would wisely invest it instead of just giving like half of it away yeah it's a more sustainable approach of, of handling that money, which is very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's you, it's impact investing. You know, you can um, invest in companies that are exactly. occupied with uh, with climate change, with animal welfare, and you can make an impact by doing that as well, by supporting startups, uh, for yeah. example. So, yeah, exactly. that is an option too. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very good. Awesome. Okay. Uh, I think we're going we're going to round up here. Uh, is there anything else you would like to say to the people that are listening? One thing that just came to mind, um, and that has always been kind of a, a thing or a belief in my head that helps me a lot, especially when you have certain beliefs about money. I think one of the beliefs that um, I had and a lot of people had was like money is, is bad or it's bad to want a lot of money and you know rich people are are bad or do bad things and and I'm always like there's like a lot of emotion and things attached to money and I always think like no it's the same like with technology money and technology they're tools exactly. and you can use it in the right way or you can use it in the wrong way um, there's people using it to 
do mean things, to do bad things, and there's people using it for good things. Social media, same thing. It's a tool, you know. You have to know how to use it. You have yeah. to know the risks with it. You have to... Technology, same thing. Like, you know, so never... Always try to see it as something neutral and then create the best story that you can around it and, and what you can do with it. And um, never, yeah, forget that it's just a tool and it's not... It's It doesn't have any meaning by itself. It is. I, I totally agree with that. Um, a lot of opinions in the world are about money and the fact that it's evil and that's just not the case. Money in itself is not evil. People doing evil things with money, that's evil. <laughs> But there's also a lot of good uh, done through money. So yeah, I think that's a, a very nice conclusion for uh, this interview. All right. Um, if people want to reach out to you online, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me at uh, on Instagram um, at the dot multipassionate, <laughs> um, and also my website is uh, themultipassionate.com. Um, and that's where I'm active most of the time. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for this conversation. I really enjoyed it, and I hope um, the listeners did too. But I'm pretty sure of it. Um, yeah. That's it for today and I wish you a nice trip and good luck <laughs> surviving in warmer temperatures than I am. I will be thinking of you. <laughs> thank you. I think uh, I think I will enjoy myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. That was my conversation with Hannah. We had such a fun time and I hope you enjoyed it too. I hope that you found it inspiring. If you are willing to starting to invest, um, yeah, let this be a motivation. She wasn't into investing at all, but she is now. So uh, yeah, if you really want to learn how to invest, I can help you with that. This weekend, Saturday, 29th of October, I am hosting a workshop in Antwerp. It is in Dutch um, and in this workshop, I will be showing you how you can determine your investing strategy, how you go about building that portfolio and building wealth. Yes, even in the darkest of economic times uh, where we are in right now, uh, you can battle that and I can show you how. If you are willing to take part in that, and I really strongly recommend that, Go and check out the link in the show notes and check out the page on my website. Um, there you can find all of the information. Also, if you want more information, please send me a message on Instagram. My handle is at this underscore money underscore girl. Send me a DM and I will gladly respond and help. That goes for any other messages as well. If you want more information about investing or you just want to say hi, please do. Uh, I love getting DMs and answering. I will I answer pretty quickly. So that being said, I'm going to end this episode here. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please give me a shout out on your favorite social media platform. And uh, I will talk to you next episode. It will be in two weeks. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Money Girl Club. If you enjoyed this episode, please send it to a friend and I will send you lots of good karma if you subscribe and give me a review. Have a wonderful day and see you in two weeks.